This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. Good morning and welcome to episode number 64 of Go To Grandma. I'm your host, Kathy Buckworth. Thank you so much for tuning in either at 7.30 a.m. on a Saturday morning on Zoomer Radio or streaming the podcast at any time. This episode I call Sharing and Caring. I think you'll see why. Anytime is a good time for music, am I right? Especially if that music is classic. Not classical per se, which I also love, but classic. Do the words one elephant went out to play mean anything to you? They certainly do to me and my now grown children. We listened to Sharon, Lois, and Bram on repeat, and this song was the theme song to their television show. Sharon and Bram have just recently released a new single and book based on the song, and I'm so happy to have them back on the show to tell me how it all came about and how they are TikTok famous, where several of their videos have gone viral with millions of views by fans throughout the world. Over 12 million views, to be exact. And we'll chat about how Sharon's daughter, Randy, is now part of the act. I can't wait for my grandsons to start skinnamarinky-dinky doing along with me. Another great and somewhat well-known writer, William Shakespeare, once said, If music be the food of love, play on. But sometimes music isn't enough to feed those struggling with food insecurity. For many of us, thinking of food banks creates a mental picture of a place that our homeless population visits to get a warm meal. Still, the reality is that millions of Canadians, both homeless and housed, young and old, some of them grandchildren and grandparents, utilize food banks every day. Carolyn Stewart, the executive director of Feed Ontario, tells me how they are working to change the narrative surrounding food banks and what the organization is doing to help those facing hunger and how they support change through research and collective action against food insecurity and poverty. On our Take 5 with RBC interview, we revisit a conversation we had with RBC's Alain Forget, who offers some advice to Canadians thinking about selling or refinancing their U.S. homes. From understanding the value of your U.S. property to recognizing what upgrades may be needed after a potentially long period away, you'll get some simple tips for those looking to sell. And for Canadians seeking to tap into the equity they've built in their U.S. homes, he'll offer tips for refinancing that can lead to U.S. cash in hand for homeowners. Think they'll share some of that with me? Grab your coffee or tea, maybe add some honey, to tune up your sing-along voice. Sharon Hampson and Bram Morrison are up next. Sharon Hampson and Bram Morrison, along with the late Lois Lillenstein, are some of Canada's most famous children's performers, with fans across North America and around the world. The trio, known simply as Sharon, Lois, and Bram, formed in Toronto in 1978 and went on to create two top-rated children's television shows, The Elephant Show and Skinnamarink TV, and to release 21 full-length albums. In 2018, Sharon and Bram celebrated their 40th anniversary. After Bram's retirement in 2019, Sharon and her daughter Randy continued to entertain children and share their message of love. Their first picture book, Sharon, Lois, and Bram's Skinnamarink, was a national bestseller. Good morning, Sharon and Bram. Thanks for coming back on Go To Grandma. Oh, thank you. It's to be with you. And I, I think, Bram, last time I talked to you, I don't know how many grandchildren you had, but it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's growing, right, it's, Bram? 
It's six, and there's a whole bunch of great-grandchildren, too. Amazing. Uh, two new ones and one yet again on the way. Oh, congratulations. That's, that's wonderful news. And I know, Sharon, on, your daughter, Randy, is very involved with all the... It's a family business we have going on here. It is indeed. We think, I think of it as family fun. We, Randy started performing with us, and she runs what we do. She manages me and Bram and kind of runs the show for us. She did all of the writing for the books that we've put out. I saw that. So she's, it is a family business and her two sons perform with us as well, which is... Oh, how fun. As a grandmother, pretty, pretty cool, I can tell you. That's very cool. And from time to time, my brother Jeff plays in the band with uh, Sharon and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> Randy, right, and so in another sense, it's a family, a family business too. I love it. His brother Jeff has been, you know, we are like family. We've been all of us, our families have been connected for such a long time that uh, it is a family business. It's family fun. It's family fun, and you mentioned um, your daughter Randy Hampson, and she is the writer of your book, which I will mention is One Elephant Went Out to Play, of course, based off your wildly successful television show, Elephant Show, and you also had Skinnamarink TV as well. So you're really branching into really, you know, getting the family engaged at home, but also you have still doing some live concerts, which is pretty wonderful. It's pretty exciting for us. We have a concert on November 5th in Toronto at the Winter Garden Theatre, and it's it's a Sharon Lois and Bram sing-along. Lois's son, David, will be with us, he and his his daughter, who is Lois's granddaughter. Lois died a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. And so it's the families are all connected, and we will have many guests at the concert and hopefully an audience that gets to sing, sing, sing with us. And where did the idea come from to turn that, you know, your most beloved song in, into picture books? That's a good question. <laughs> We've been thinking about this for a long, long time. And I don't remember. I think it was probably Randy. Well, the thing is, it started It started with a wonderful bookstore, children's bookstore here called Mabel's Fable. Mm-hmm. Right. And the owner, Eleanor, every time I'd go in to buy something, or Lois or Bram, she'd always say, you guys should do a book of song. So she put us together with with a publisher, and we had a meeting. And then it was Randy who, once the project started moving, Randy said, you know, the these songs are too small for a book. You have to extend them. And it would be better if one of us did it rather than a stranger. And would you let me take a chance on it? And, and of course, Bram and I were thrilled for, for her to do it. And she did it with Skin and Rink beautifully. Mm-hmm. And she did it with One Elephant Went Out to Play, which you're speaking about now. And she also did it with Peanut Butter, which will be out in about a year. So she has that skill. And Bram and I are happy to put our feet up and let her do that with a little consultation with us. Right, Bram? <laughs> Absolutely. She's terrific. It's a beautiful looking book. It's illustrated by Quinn Lang, and it looks, and it's such fun to read to it. You're right, it expands on the song itself and takes it into a story. How has your relationship to the music changed over the decades that you've been performing? You know, the music, the music doesn't change. We started out right from the beginning in 1978 saying, we're not going to do anything trendy. Mm-hmm. We're going to do things that we know people like for generations. And so we picked old folk songs. We picked old pop songs. And nothing has gone out of style. And so when a three-year-old, as I like to say, hears she'll be coming around the mountain for the first time, it's a brand-new song. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we sing songs that people like to sing. 
we sing a lot of sing-along songs, and that's what we'll do in the concert on November 5th, of course. And we just we have discovered over the years that that doesn't change. That doesn't change. People really, really like to sing together with their families at home in the car, with an audience at a concert. People love to sing. Absolutely. And, and I'm just going to say, you know, Bram, you said you didn't want to do anything trendy, but come on, you guys are TikTok stars. That's pretty trendy. <laughs> well, we did, not initi- we did not initiate that. We have a whole, a whole group of people who are a good generation or two younger than us <laughs> that said, okay, come on, it's time to get with the times, folks. We said... It's- Okay. <laughs> the fact is that that we're having a lot of fun, we're having a lot of fun doing that, and we're getting a huge amount of attention. Which is, you know, Randy is at the head of all of that, and with our friends Chris and JC, who are big fans from the states who work, they they come because they care about us, and they come and work on all of our projects, and they will be with us for for our big concert as well. So we're we're astounded. Bram and I are learning about all this new technology because we sure don't know about it or didn't. Now we do. Well, twelve million views—that's pretty impressive. Oh, I think so. I think that's wonderful. Wow, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, exactly. If we want to find out more about the book and, of course, about your upcoming show, we can go to Sharon Lois and Bram, the website. Absolutely. We can also find you on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and, of course, TikTok. You guys are everywhere. And I hope everyone who's in Toronto will take the opportunity to check out your show on November the 5th with, as you say, kids, grandkids, everybody. Thank you. That's Thank very you. kind. We hope to see them there. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Carolyn Stewart is the executive director at Feed Ontario, the only provincial network dedicated to serving food banks and hunger relief agencies. She joined Feed Ontario in 2009 and has held a variety of roles and supported the organization with a focus on relationship building and program development. Since 2016, she has held the role of executive director, leading the organization through the rebranding, expansion of programs and services, development of research and advocacy portfolio, and most recently, Feed Ontario's COVID-19 pandemic response and recovery. She is passionate about food security and social justice and is committed to Feed Ontario's vision of ending hunger and poverty. Good morning, Carolyn. Thanks for coming on GoToGrandma this morning. Thank you so much for having me. So Feed Ontario, tell me all about Feed Ontario's new campaign, No One Needs a Food Bank Until They Do. Yeah, so the new campaign is a province-wide campaign to raise awareness about Feed Ontario's network of more than 1,200 hunger relief organizations, Mm -hmm. um, really bringing awareness to the work that's being done across the province so that no one goes hungry, and also advocating for real true solutions to ending hunger and property in this province. So tell me a little bit how that campaign works and the types of activities that you're involved in. Yeah, so we're really trying to um, create exposure and engage the public in learning about what food banks do, um, mm-hmm. getting engaged in the advocacy work that we do. Um, you know, for, for us, it's really about people truly understanding why someone actually does visit a food bank. You know, no one plans to be out of work. No one plans to be unable to feed their children or to retire without enough money to get by. And so it's for us really truly hammering that home and making sure that 
people understand that when the unexpected happens, people are turning to food banks for assistance. And and with the realities that everyone is facing right now around rising costs of living or even a personal tragedy or sudden job loss, people are having to make impossible choices between paying the rent and or utilities or even buying groceries. And so for us, it's and tremendous work of food banks that are helping to deal with that emergency need across the province and really that change needs to happen um, to make sure that our neighbours don't go hungry. I talked a little bit in the intro about the changing face of food banks and sort of the picture that we might have in our head isn't necessarily what the reality is. Can you shed some light on how the food bank use has changed by seniors in the past few years? For sure. Um, yeah, unfortunately, hunger hunger has many faces and it, and it doesn't discriminate. For us, we see all types of people. In terms of seniors, they're actually twice as likely to need the assistance of a food bank on a long-term basis compared to adults under the age of 65. Hmm. And the proportion of seniors that have been accessing our food bank in Ontario has grown 36% year over year and 64% since 2008. And that's for the senior population? Yes, specifically, wow. exactly, yeah. So, which is not great. You know, um, when, as we all know, a fixed income is a challenging thing to deal with with rising prices. And as everyone's seeing inflation, rising cost of food, of housing. And so when you're someone like a senior who's on a fixed income, um, that dollar can only stretch so far. Um, and it's making people, unfortunately, seniors having to make impossible choices, just like, um, you know, the rest of the clients that we serve, people with a disability, children, um, even the employed. I think people would be surprised to hear some of these numbers. I'm just going to ask you these questions. How many times were Ontario's food banks visited throughout the year? Yeah, so last year we were visited over 3.6 million times, which is an increase of 12% um, over the previous year. Um, We were visited by just shy of 600,000 unique individuals, um, which is a 10% increase in the number of people, which is the largest single increase in food bank use since 2008. And even if we're looking for even more recent statistics, so if we compare the first six months of this year to to pre-pandemic, we've seen a 51% increase in food bank visits. So, you know, these numbers are daunting. And for the food bank sector and for those um, working in food insecurity and the poverty sector, um, they're incredibly concerning. Yeah, and you, you referenced this earlier in terms of just not, you know, having to make the tough decisions between paying your rent or feeding your family. And your survey, you know, two of the three survey respondents said that they had less than $100 left after paying for their housing utilities on a monthly basis. Yeah, I mean, you know, we always use the term impossible choices because how does one make that decision, right? Mm-hmm. Do you pay for transit to get to work or do you buy medication? You know, do you pay for your housing or do you pay for food? Does your child need a winter coat um, right. or do you pay for groceries? Like these are the choices that people are having to make across the province, which nobody should ever have to make. And it's, uh, you know, unfortunately, it really comes down to a lack of income. That is mm-hmm. why people are accessing our services is there's just insufficient income to meet their most basic necessities. So besides um, getting the message out like we are hopefully today, what are the other things that Feed Ontario might be doing to help change the narrative surrounding food banks and what you're doing to help. Yeah, um, you know, the campaign really focuses around three three key aspects, donate, engage, advocate. So um, for every $1 you can provide our organization, we can provide the equivalent of three meals to someone in need, or even supporting your local food bank um, allows them to target um, purchasing of food um, for those, the gaps in, in their need. Engage, you know, visit your local food bank, learn about the work that they do. All of our food banks, over 91% of them actually provide services beyond emergency food support. 
So whether that be, you know, job fairs, resume building workshops, housing support, utility support, childcare, um, you name it, they provide a ton of wraparound services to provide additional support to those in need. Food or emergency food needs are kind of just what gets them through the door. So learn about them, engage with them, um, donate your funds, food or time, and then finally advocate. Um, You can visit our website at feedontario.ca to learn about our policy recommendations or join our MPP email campaign urging the government to double ODSP rates now. Wow. I wasn't aware myself of the things that you're doing on the engagement, the advocate side. So, so interesting. And the best way we can really help is is to look at all three of those things, not just the donation of our time and our money, but also engagement and advocacy. And we can visit your website, as you just referenced, at feedontario.ca. We can also find you on social media at Feed Ontario to see what you're currently up to. I appreciate this so much, Carolyn. Thank you for coming on the show and shedding some light on this for us. Thank you so much for having us. Okay, take care. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Alain Forger has been working for Royal Bank Financial Group for 42 years, holding various business and sales leadership roles in Canada, the Caribbean, and the U.S. He is passionate about helping Canadians purchase U.S. homes and works closely with consumers, real estate professionals, and other strategic partners to provide education and opportunity to Canadian buyers in the U.S. Alain is a licensed real estate agent in Florida and has his certified international property specialist designation. He holds a degree in finance, management, and investment. Good morning, Alain. Thanks for coming back on this show. The last time we talked about Canadians buying U.S. real estate and you shared highlights of the differences between Canadian and U.S. mortgages, how RBC Bank uses Canadian credit history to qualify, and a great program for home buyers called RBC Home Plus Advantage. And now you're back to discuss options for Canadians with U.S. properties who may want to sell or maybe refinance those properties. So let's review those options. What if I want to sell my U.S. property? What should I consider? Sure. Uh, Good day, Kathy, and thanks for having me. The first question they should ask is, where do you go, you know, next winter? That's (laughs) more seriously, at RBC Bank, we love home buyers. But with HPA and our real estate partners and tax and legal advisors, we can offer some great support for sellers, too. So with more information at rbcbank.com backslash HPA. In addition to selling, there are some important facts, Kathy, to consider, such as market in Sunbelt State went up over 20% market value over the last year or so. So Canadians should understand the value of their U.S. home for leveraging some equity to a home equity line, for example. Mm -hmm. And during the pandemic, many Canadians we know did not go to their U.S. property. So now they realize property may need updates, upgrades. Uh, so while selling is an option, they should also appreciate the fact that their U.S. equity without 30% foreign exchange is available for them. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's great. I hadn't thought about that, that you probably haven't laid physical eyes on your property in about a year. For sure. Yes. Or two years. Or two years even, yeah. Or, two, or the last two years, exactly. So if I decide that I don't really want to sell the U.S. property, maybe, you know, I've looked into options on that. What else can I do if I want to, you know, release some of that money? What can I know about U.S. refinancing? Sure, uh, Kathy. With the equity, many people have built over time in the U.S., especially if they purchased like 10 years ago when the Canadian dollar was at par with the U.S. dollar. It is a timely uh, opportunity for them to consider for why why because interest rates are still historically low mm-hmm. and also they won't stay at that level for a long time as we know 
So as a national U.S. residential lender for Canadians only, RBC Bank can offer no or low-fee home equity lines of credit or for homeowners can refinance also their U.S. property, lock a rate for their preferred term between 3 to 10 years as a cash-out mortgage, and then use uh, the money to renovate their home, pay for upgrades, uh, updates, or cover U.S. bills and expenses, or maybe sometimes even special assessment that the homeowner association may have for them. So, But more importantly, to have U.S. cash on hand without concern of for fluctuating foreign exchange costs in the future. Yeah, it sounds like really RBC can help with end-to-end sort of. You're selling, you're refinancing, all of those things to do with your U.S. property. Exactly. And as we like to say, RBC Bank is the only U.S.-based bank designed specifically for Canadians. So we offer tools, resources, solutions, guides to help Canadians navigate their cross-border lifestyle. And of course, we use their Canadian credit story to support any banking or financing needs in the U.S. So basically, we provide also access to external trusted partners through our cross-border offers and more importantly also Home Plus Advantage programs at rbcbank.com backslash HPA. Back to you, Kiet. I was just going to ask you for that address and I know, Alain, you are also on LinkedIn if people want to find you there at Alain-Forget, F-O-R-G-E-T. I just have to ask you this quickly at the end too. I think you're a granddad, aren't you? I am a grandpapa and my lovely granddaughter lives in Colorado and I should say she's the youngest Colorado snowbirds because she has a room at grandpapa and grandmama house in sunny florida where she likes to spend time many especially in the winter oh i love it i love it and what is her name uh, well you can share how old is she she's two and a half and oh, her lovely. name is harper ray lovely and she's a our, our lovely granddaughter she's just a little bit far from us but it's nice also for grandpa and grandma to visit her in beautiful Colorado as well. Well, I love it. I love it. Thanks for sharing that information about you understand the the value of being a grandparent and I love it. So thank you so much again for your time as part of this Take 5 with RBC series and look forward to speaking with you again, hopefully. Take care, Alan. Likewise. Thank you, Kathy. Have a great one. Thanks. Did you find yourself humming One Elephant Went Out to Play or Skinnamarinky-Doo when you heard Sharon and Bram? I know I did and will continue to do so with my grandsons. My grandsons, who are very lucky to be food secure, but I know I'll also have conversations with them about the importance of making sure our communities are taken care of through organizations like Feed Ontario. Next week, Canadian stage actor and Anne with an E star R.H. Thompson comes back to the GoTo Grandma studio just ahead of Remembrance Day to give me an update on The World Remembers, a nonprofit Canadian organization he established in 2011, whose goal it is to name every person who lost their life in the First World War. This time, our chat will have a special focus on the women who gave their lives. And are you thinking about getting back out into the world? All travel sectors were hard hit by the pandemic lockdown, but maybe none more so than the cruise industry. But cruising is back, bigger and more safe than ever. If you're thinking about booking a special retirement cruise or maybe getting the kids and the grandkids out to sea with you, you're going to want to hear what award-winning travel journalist Heather Greenwood Davis has to say about the state of cruising today. She's been on a few cruises since it opened up again, and she'll tell you what to expect. Whether you're a veteran cruiser waiting to get back out there or a first-timer looking for advice on where to start. 
Thanks for joining me again today. I hope you got some fun and some facts as usual. You've been listening to me and more importantly, my fabulous guests on GoToGrandma. Enjoy your grand journey. Share your thoughts on this show with us. You can find Kathy on Twitter at Kathy Buckworth or email her Kathy at KathyBuckworth.com. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.